It is The Drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. Derek Piper, Lante. Let's go football heavy this Let's hour. Go. Ryan Easterling of Illini Inquirer coming up. And then also Easton Baker, new Illini signee, linebacker out of Utah later this hour as well. But Not sure I've ever – I don't know that I've ever talked with somebody from Utah. Like, literally. You didn't have Andrew Bogut on the show? Although he went to Utah from right, Australia. Right. He was a, an Aussie, right? That's a mistake on my part. Yeah, yeah I just thought of that. I was I like, know. I don't know that I've ever – I've never set foot in Utah, so mm. I'm sure there's chance encounter at a beach, maybe with some U- Utahian <laughs> or whatever they call it. <laughs> we'll have to ask him that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but first up – The Ute. Reiner's, Ryan Easterling, recruiting reporter, IlliniInquire.com, joining us now on the Tapman's Towing phone line. Ryan, what's up? Happy signing day. Hey, great to be here, guys. So how? what do you make of kind of big picture this class for Brett Bielema? Obviously, uh, Andrew Dennis on the, the latter side yeah. within the last couple of weeks, right after that Northwestern loss was a huge shot in the arm. But uh, I know that the recruiting rankings as a, a class aren't, superb and in, in contrast to the rest of the Big Ten, but kind of your overall thoughts on what they were able to accomplish with this group. I think one thing that stands out to me about this class is they've really started to raise the floor. Uh, you know, you're not taking as many reaches on guys as some of the previous staffs had. Um, they're getting guys who I, I think are more reliable contributors. Uh, you know, they're they're always going to go prep heavy. I don't see Brett Bielema being a guy who's going to play the, the transfer portal for 50% of this class. And, you know, he's he's made it known that he has his concerns about what NIL can do. You know, there's right ways to use it, wrong ways to use it. And you see what's going on nationally with some of these wild offers that are being reported <laughs> and some of these guys that are just jumping from, from power school to power school. Um and he seems to really value roster continuity and will always value developing from the prep ranks. And I think that's really what's evidenced in this class is they've, they've stayed with, with what they're, they believe in. They stayed with what their roots are, uh, but have filled some, some important needs via the transfer portal. But I really like what they've put together uh, in terms of a, a prep class. And they've you know also added some Juco players to help fill some needs that are more immediate too. In terms of Dennis, how big was that one? And just what do you think that he brings? You know, the fact that he's a top 200 guy in the class and uh, just that type of get, really the the big, um, I don't know, the, the big staple of Brett Bielema's early prep recruiting, it seems like. Well, on top of the timing of that announcement, because, you know, you mentioned it was right after that Northwestern game and there's a lot, of, a lot of sour feelings after it, mm. you lose to a rival, miss a bowl game, and you have to sit that whole offseason investor on it. Well, you know, not long after that, they got the deal closed with, with Dennis. Um, and he is he is a heck of a player, the kind of guy that can be an anchor for that offensive line for a number of years to come. Uh, but that all goes back to relationships. Uh, you know, he, he was just on, on with the guys on uh, the Illini Inquirer podcast and was saying that so much of that decision was based on relationships and Illinois was a program that got in with him early. They really fostered that relationship. They were the first Power Five school to offer him. They kept up with him. You know, he did commit to Michigan State, but you know, they kept the the pipeline open there. They kept the lines of communication open. And then, ultimately, when everything with Mel Tucker and Michigan State went down, and he opened back up, that's why Illinois was one of the first schools in the picture because they had that relationship, um, and it was a genuine relationship. So, those things paid off. You know, I, I kind of likened it in the same sense of what happened with Malik Elzey. You know, George McDonald had mm-hmm. long recruited Malik Elzey, told him, we're going to recruit you hard. We want to build this relationship. He went somewhere else for a while, but ultimately late in the process when the opportunity came around for him to uh, explore his options again, Illinois was there. You know, they had to fend off some, some tough competition uh, to do it, but they were able to get the job done. And, you know, the same thing happened this year with Dennis. Like, he was looking at Clemson. He was looking at Penn State but ultimately Illinois won out because that relationship was so good. Talking recruiting with Ryan Easterling, what, I mean, do you think they did enough when it comes to the defensive line and the offensive line? I know there's four, I think, defensive linemen, maybe four OL. What, I mean, going into this, do you feel like, I mean, I know you can always add, you know, bigger guys, et cetera, in terms of uh, stars, but do you feel like Illinois got the job done and what they were trying to shoot for? It's always going to be really tough to replace a guy like Johnny Newton. Yeah, um, good call. <laughs> but, I, 
You know, I, I think they have added some really good pieces, and I, and I like what they've added across the board. You know, it, it's really easy to look at classes and say, okay, we lost Johnny. How are we going to net zero this? Right. Like, you're, you're not. Johnny Newton is a special player. You know, he's the kind of guy that only comes around every so often. Um, but I, I like what they've done in terms of getting some guys to kind of bridge that gap, and they may not have quite the same level of talent that, that they're going to have there, but – I think in large, they're they're continuing to elevate the level of talent they have along the defensive line. They're getting guys that can rush the passer because this last year, really outside of Seth Coleman late in the season, mm. Johnny Newton was one of the only guys that was generating a pass rush. Um, yep. And he's doing that from the interior. And now they've got guys at the edge position. They've got guys at defensive end that, at least at the high school level, can generate some of that pressure in the backfield. And then they also signed a junior college guy in Daniel Brown who led the junior college ranks this year in sacks. So they are addressing some of the needs and some of the shortcomings they had in 2023 and trying to write those things in 2024. So I, I do think that they got some of the right pieces in place. You know, there were some guys that they swung for and missed. There were probably sure. one or two guys that they didn't pursue as hard as they should have. But in large, I, I think the pieces that they got in this class really fill a lot of needs and, you know, they'll still continue to try and, top off the roster with a couple pieces from the portal. Ryan, you do a great job with the the filmer breakdowns on Alliance Inquirer and, and maybe it not even just maybe the the most highly touted guy or, or the even the you know the most talented on on the screen type of player, but was there anybody that you've tabbed as kind of your guy when watching him just kind of jumped off the page that you kind of just fell in love with the most? I think everybody fell in love with the guy that you guys have coming on at four thirty. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, everyone, Easton Baker's tape is ridiculous. Um, one guy, though, when I was going back through and watching a lot of this film, uh, one guy who I think is, and I'll give you a sleeper on both sides of the ball. Nice. Uh, one guy who I really like um, that nobody really I think, talks about enough is Carlos Orr. Mm. Uh, you know, he's not a highly recruited guy. He's out of Gatlinburg, Tennessee. But he's like 6'4", probably 190 pounds. He lists himself as having run a four four seven on his huddle page. I mean, maybe that's the case, but you watch the tape and he's he's fast in the open field. Uh, and he's a good player. He's a basketball player as well, so he's got you know good good footwork. Um, you know, we'll see how he translates once he jumps up to the Big Ten. But you know, his tape, I was watching. I was like, man, this guy moves well for a big guy. Nice. Uh, and then on the de- the defensive side of the ball, uh, Angelo McCollum. I really like his tape. You know, he's he's a disruptive interior guy. Maybe not the biggest guy out there, but he's hard to block. He's got fun film. Um, you know, you you talk about needing to replace some guys on the inside. He was one guy that that Bielma singled out as having a potential to play early. He and he and uh, Demetrius John both. So, you know, I'll, I'll be interested to see how his development goes. You know, getting into the program early and starting to get into the strength and conditioning program will only help him. But I think he's a guy who could very well outplay his ranking in the long run. Tyshawn Griffin was a player out of the state, top 20 in terms of the, the class in-state. Morgan Park, athlete is what he's listed at. He's, he's played wide receiver. I, I was reading your your breakdown. It sounds like he's also come out of the backfield some as well. But a, a, a playmaker, you can never have enough of those. Uh, how big of a recruiting get was that, and, and what do you see on film from him? Well, I think it's really important. And the, and the one thing to note with him is it's probably going to take him a little bit longer than it would have before. Uh, you know, the report came out that he re- recently had knee surgery for a torn ACL, so he's going to be on the shelf for a bit. But I've watched him play for several years now for Morgan Park, and he's done a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, he played Wildcat quarterback, running back, receiver, safety, corner, kick returner, punt returner. He's, he's done it all. Um, and that versatility is, is a huge asset, but it sounds like he's, he's probably going to be at the slot receiver position. Uh, but he's just, a, he's just a really good playmaker. He's a good kid. Um, you know, I think he's the type of guy that can go out there and, and hit some of those bigger plays for you. He's great in space and he's tough. You know, he, he played for a former line at Chris James at Morgan park and nice. was really an instrumental piece, uh, in turning that program around. Cause when he was a freshman, Morgan Park just wasn't that great. And now they were actually competing into like the second, third weekend of the playoffs this year in IHSA. So he was a huge part of that turnaround. You know, I think that goes to speak to his leadership. He's not the most vocal guy out there. You know, something that came along a little bit later in his career. 
but he really led by example, and he just went out and took care of business. So, you know, hopefully he bounces back from that injury, but I've always really liked what he brings to the table just because he's so multiple and so diverse. I can't, I can't believe we've gone, what, 17 minutes, base, or 13 minutes, and we haven't talked about a quarterback yet. I mean, that's like, it's not allowed, right? But I do want to ask you, Ryan, about Trey Petty and getting him, bringing him up from Mississippi, and also Khalil Valentine. I know he's a running back, but how about those two and what kind of spark plugs they could be, especially Valentine as well, for this offense here in the next couple of years? I think the, probably the most important thing with Petty, I mean, he's a, he's a talented passer, don't get me wrong, but he's a guy who can make plays with his feet. I think he had something over 700 yards rushing this wow. year and maybe double-digit double touchdown. I can't remember if it was single digits or double digits on the ground rushing. It might have been seven touchdowns rushing, but he's the kind of guy that can move the pocket, and when you have a dual-threat quarterback like that, it forces the defense to have to account for another guy. So, you know, that that really opens up the playbook for an offensive coordinator, allows them to call some different things, you know, forces safeties to have to make decisions, safeties have to be really disciplined. So his ability to not only just move the pocket, but also take off and run when the play breaks down is, is a huge asset. And then Khalil Valentine, I mean, so Illinois had, had been after Darian Dupree. It looks like Dupree's headed to Wisconsin. Right. And so Illinois basically puts the full court press on, on Valentine. He takes the official visit. And they get it done. And so, you know, Illinois still comes away with a great running back. And, you know, Valentine didn't put up ridiculous numbers this year, but he was over 1,000 yards rushing. I think he had like 11 touchdowns rushing, something like that. Um, he's a one-cut guy that can just hit the gap and go. Uh, you know, he's great in space. He's a talented pass catcher as well. So you can he's multidimensional. And so that makes it a little bit tougher for linebackers to have to match up with him in that regard too. But, when you put some guys like that in the backfield yes. and you have to account for both at the same time, it, it's just more challenges for a defensive coordinator and, and just really opens up the playbook for the offensive coordinator. A few more minutes here with Ryan Easterling, Line I Inquire on the Tapman's Towing phone line. Ryan, do you worry that it's a class ranked towards the bottom of the Big Ten, 14th out of 18 on the 24-7 rankings? Uh, even when you look at the, the average star rating, uh, it, it's toward the bottom there. Uh, of course, We've had exceptions to the rule. We got Devin Witherspoon, a zero-star recruit. Johnny Newton, I believe, was not even in the top 100 in the state of Florida as far as a, a recruit. So there are definitely uh, some diamonds in the rough or just overall development that goes into it. But uh, on, on the whole, I know you spoke to the some of the strengths of, of identi identifying some some key spots. And also you said that you know not reaching on guys that maybe only had – Illinois being the only Power 5 offer, but I know some fans are wondering about just interested in your take on where they stand amongst the Big Ten. Well, you know, stars do matter. Um, they, they do, but they don't. So, you know, if you look in the, the transfer portal this year and you look at some of the programs that have, you know, 10 guys leaving and they're all four and five stars, there was some tweet that Georgia had, like eight or nine guys all leaving and like half of them were four stars and half of them were five stars. You look at what's happening at USC. I mean, the stars matter because that's, that's potential. Sure. You know, that's an indication of what the potential of the guy is, but if the fit isn't right, they may not reach that potential. You know, if the situation's not right, they might not reach that potential or they might be looking for playing time. I, I think, you know, obviously over time as Illinois continues to turn this program around and they'll have to, I think it's going to be key this next year to to take a step forward. I think people expected a bit of a step backwards, maybe not as much as they took, but I think people expected a bit of a step backwards this past year just because of the amount of defensive talent they lost. I mean, it is extremely difficult to replace three-quarters of your secondary when, you know, three of those guys went like the top 75 picks in the NFL draft. So, you know, to, to go from that to playing one or two true freshmen as starters is, mm. is a difficult place to be. Um, but that being said, as they continue to elevate the program and continue to turn it around, if they can take those steps forward, one of the best weapons you have on the recruiting trail is winning, um, other than NIL. But one, <laughs> right. of the, one of the best things you have, yeah, is, is winning. And, you know, guys want to, guys who want at the high school level, want to play for winning programs at the college level. You know, NIL is all well and good, and it's a factor, but I think if you asked most top-level college football, it's what matters most to them, it's winning. You know, the, the relationships matter, the situation matters, education matters to a lot of guys, 
but for the top competitive guys, winning matters. And so as they continue to win and, and more consistently win, I, I, I think that's you're going to see more of those like four-star guys start to pay Illinois more mind. I mean, they were in some battles this year. They won one, two, four-star battles. Um, but ultimately, it's just going to be a matter of time. It, it takes some time to turn around, especially when you think about where Illinois has been over the last several years. They've had a few stretches where they just cratered, and the recruiting suffered because sure. of it. They had you know a handful of guys in the class that were highly rated guys, and then a lot of the class just flamed out. Um, I, I think, and, and as I mentioned earlier, I think what you're going to see now is you're going to see a lot more roster continuity, a lot more roster consistency. The chemistry is better. The relationships on the roster are better. I mean, I was I was telling somebody the other day. I've heard a whole lot less about you know locker room or off field controversy or mm. issues than any time during like the Beckman or Zook eras. And that's no indictment on those coaches. It's just sure. I feel like with the type of guys they're recruiting now, they're just having less of those issues. And that, in theory, eventually translates to the field. But you know they got to go win games. They got to stop making mistakes. But I think. The guys they're getting now are going to elevate that floor to where bowl is the expectation every year. You know, they, they won five games this year, and it was considered a bit of a disappointment. Um, whereas several years ago, they, they won two games, and, like, that's normal. Like, mm-hmm. that, you know, they're, they're setting higher standards, and I, I think in due time, and nobody likes to wait, but in due time, you know, they'll, they'll start to turn around and break through. Last one for you, Ryan. Today, J.C. Davis, as far as the transfer portal side, an offensive tackle out of New Mexico, commits to Illinois. They also have added Anthony Johnson, Anise Sledge uh, from Auburn as well. Uh, what have you made of the early portal efforts and what needs to be accomplished next? Maybe where should fans focus in terms of position group or just what they should be looking for as they piece this together in the portal? Well, I, I really think it was important for them to shore up the lines on both sides. Bielema made mention of it in his press conference that they can't be that thin on the lines on either side of the ball. You look at what they lost, especially on the defensive line, and they really needed to address that. You know, they've got two defensive tackles committed now, had another one committed, and that they parted ways for you know for for their reasons. Um, but I think it was really important to shore up shore up the lines you know there there were times where they got beat on the lines by by some teams this year got better as the year went on um but they needed depth and they needed to keep guys fresh late in games you saw some times in the fourth quarter where they wore down weren't as effective and now i think by having more depth and more experienced depth it's going to help them uh you know play better later into games they've got guys that have been there that have played a lot of snaps in college football uh, Davis especially, as well as Johnson, those are those are some older players. Davis was an all-conference Mountain West guy, so you know he's you know pretty well regarded. Uh, and you know I I think that'll still translate even to the Big Ten. You know he'll see better players there, but he's got skills. Um, and I don't want to eat into any of Easton Baker's time, but keep me <laughs> on for a few more minutes. We might be able to talk about another one. We'll see. Um, but you know they're they're get, they're getting into the portal for linemen. It was a need and. This is where, you know, when I say that Bielema and the staff are going to be selective about who they go for in the portal, they go for needs. They're not just going for names. They're going for needs. And I, I think that is where their approach is going to help them from, from being a revolving door type roster. And it'll help keep that chemistry, keep that culture without having a huge shift in the roster year in, year out. I think the last time somebody re- committed while we were on the air was uh, your guy from Baylor Pipes. Matthew Meyer? Yeah. Yeah. We got all, now, we've never had a guest on when somebody, and then immediately right out of the frying pan, we're able to ask about it. But you think something will break uh, today as well, right? Yeah, at least I'm, well, when I hop off this call, I'm going to keep an eye on it. We'll see what happens. That works, buddy. Ryan Easterling, it's great to have someone kind of put it all into a bowl. I mean, because there's a lot of stuff that you look at with uh, signing days. So to be able to kind of sum it all up is awesome to have you, man. You're a great you're a great uh, work with this, with recruiting, and I know you love doing it, so keep up the great work, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, buddy. Thanks, Ryan. It's Ryan Easterling, Lana Inquire, joining us on the Tapman's Towing phone line. As he mentioned, I'm having one of those days where I can't talk. I called it the Tapman's Tow line earlier. <laughs> I so, saw uh, that. I was answering the phone from Luke, and I was like, uh-oh, yeah, Derek's, Derek's a, a fish out of water all of a sudden. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but on the Tapman's towing phone line, we'll have Easton Baker coming up next. Stick with us for that. A line I signee, linebacker out of Utah, and a thumper if you watch yeah, his tape. Uh, he's, as Ryan uh, mentioned, and as I think one of the inspirations for Lante, who is the quintessential two minutes of a highlight <laughs> tape and can tell you where this guy's going in life. Three-year uh, starter at Illinois. I'm, yeah. t- I'm saying it right now. This is one of those guys. So uh, <laughs> excited to join, be joined by Eastern Baker coming up next. Hit us up on the U of I line link text line 217-359-2255, and we'll keep you in tune with whether or not there is news to break yeah. on another another guy coming up because there's a Michigan State offensive lineman. Yeah, Wigginton or something. Wigginton? Yeah, Wigginton. So, I don't know why I about to uh, announce here soon. So, we'll okay. see. Kevin uh, Wigginton. That would be an Andrew Dennis help maybe. Right? Could be. So, that Could would be. be nice. That would be nice. Hey, if you play me some, oh, yeah, yeah, play yeah, me yeah, some yeah. music, yep. I'm going to tell you about Busey. You know all about Busey when it comes to a personal level in terms of the checking account, savings account, everything they're able to do. But have you thought of them when it comes to the business side of things? They do a lot of different things. Commercial lending. They can find out find out about all their business loan types and special programs. Also, business savings services. Whatever your financial needs, Busey can help you determine products and services that are right for your business. Also planning. Busey Wealth Management experts have the knowledge to assist you in the planning of your business. They also have the checking services and merchant services as well. Busey has you covered when it comes to your business. So make sure you think of them if you're thinking about starting a business. That's Busey, member FDIC. Seamless transition. Seamless. Hey, I want to tell you about Pia's. Pia's for New Year's Eve. How about this? After nine, Diane Ducey will be DJing at 1609 Springfield near Madison. I can tell you she's done it a few times after our shows, and she loves playing the music that we want to hear, and she's very good at taking requests. So uh, get to Pia's after nine. Well, get to Pia's whenever, but New Year's Eve, Diane will be DJing after nine. Dick Van Dyke. Our buddies at Dick Van Dyke, 1510 North Neal near I-74, they're doing a huge end-of-the-year sale with items, some items, up to 80% off. This starts December 26th. So, you know, they have Black Friday and that kind of stuff. Well, now, the day after Christmas, make sure you head to Dick Van Dyke and all of that week, some items up to 80% off. One other thing, Derek, and you can take advantage of this, U of I Alumni Association having a pregame party for the Bragging Rights game. Nice. Now, that always stinks for you, though, because you have it, to withhold bit. from uh, – but they're doing it from 5 to 7.30 at patios. No one would tell me, right? Yeah, right, right. No, no, no. That's – come on. You're all Illinois guys. Uh, six – that's what? 618 South 7th Street. You know where patios is. It's where you go after Cardinals games. Uh, if you want the details of that, go to uiaa.org, uiaa.org. Again, they're having a big one after or before the game bragging rights. The phone line is lighting up. Let's Speaking go. of which, the portal is lighting up for the Illini. Michigan State transfer Kevin Wigginton has committed to Illinois. So more help on the offensive line coming. We can talk more about that. We're going to talk to Easton Baker coming up next. This is The Drive. Here's what somebody recently said at Pards in Urbana. I was there just a few minutes, and somebody came up and asked if I needed help. And they were incredible, helping me find the size of boot I needed. And then I bought a second pair, too. Everything was friendly. Everything was excellent. Visit Pards in Urbana, 206 North Maple, between Maine and University in Urbana. It's Pards Western Shop since 1968. Or go online and visit pards.com, pards.com. First Federal Savings Bank of Champaign-Urbana invested in our community since 1908. Before you buy your home in 2024, speak with one of our experienced lenders, Jack, Jim, Kim, or Lane. Experience the convenience of working with a local lender with local service, decisions, and loan underwriting. We'll close your loan conveniently in our comfortable offices. We invite you to visit us to experience the exceptional friendly service from our knowledgeable staff. Hey, if you're not already banking with us, give us a try. We think you'll love it here. We do. Call or visit us at 356-BANK today. First Federal, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, 4 
In an ever-changing real estate market, it is so important to work with experienced agents like Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor teams at Taylor Realty Associates. They have the knowledge and expertise to get your home sold for the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. Trust the experience and success of Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor team at Taylor Realty Associates. Give them a call today at 217-355-0700 or visit them online at taylorboys.com. That's taylorboys.com. This is Rob Meyer with Provident Financial Group. Unfortunately, there is not a one-size-fits-all retirement plan. Finding the right plan for you depends on many factors. The good news is that we can help improve your retirement readiness, whatever your situation. Contact us today at 217-366-3456 or online at ProvidentFinancialGroupLLC.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. When it comes to finding a reliable vehicle, look no further than Sarah Champagne, your trusted automotive destination. They carry a lineup of top brands, including Honda, BMW, Subaru, GMC, and Buick. And they're not just about cars. They're about people. Their team is dedicated to providing you with trustworthy service and dependable vehicles that fit your lifestyle. Experience the difference at Sarah Champagne. Visit Sarah, S-E-R-R-A, Champagne.com. Back on the drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. Good stuff there. Ryan Easterling breaking down the signing class for Brett Bielema and company in 2024. Also, he teased it, the news <laughs> of another transfer on the way. J.C. Davis, the offensive tackle out of New Mexico, added earlier today. And then Kevin Wigginson, Michigan State offensive lineman. Get a, a nice twofer there on the, on no the front lines. So Taking advantage of a uh, – Coaching change. That's good. With the Spartans. So, yeah, we'll take all the help we can get, right? No doubt. <laughs> Speaking of help, the defensive side is going to be excited about a hard hitter. Uh, Ryan Easterling mentioned it, one of the favorite guys that he saw on tape. Let's go. Easton Baker, linebacker out of Utah, joining us now on the Tapman's Towing phone line. Easton, thanks for joining us. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How did it feel to uh, put your name on the – on the dotted line today and, and sign up for the Illini, something that uh, obviously, you know, since you committed, you've been thinking about, but making it official, what's that feeling like? Uh, it's been a long time coming. Amazing to see all my hard work paying off and yeah, thankful. What did, what did it mean when coach boo came out? I know if you can kind of go into a little bit of the story of how it progressed with Illinois I mean, obviously, Easton, you're out in Utah, and there hasn't been a lot of Utah guys come and play football for Illinois. So it was a little shocking when you heard the news first that you were going to come here and play. But then, obviously, we got more excited about it the more we saw your film, et cetera. But kind of how did that break down and uh, with Coach Boo coming out and, and the rest, Coach B, et cetera? How, what, what's the kind of the story behind all that? Yeah, so I'm sitting in my living room, and I get a call from Coach Boo, he says, I'm sitting at my kitchen table and this guy's film falls into my lap and I'm thinking, who the heck is this kid? <laughs> so we get to chat and start building that relationship. He calls me on a Monday night. He's out in Utah on a Thursday evening. Wow. Wow. And then when you were able to uh, meet with him and, and of course your parents, I was joking with you before we got on the air that my son went to Arizona State and it felt like he was eight worlds away and now you're coming here and from Utah, so I assume that Coach Boo was able to get you and the parents on his side. <laughs> yes, sir. My parents were a little bit shaky at first, like, oh, what's this like, him going a few states away? But after the official visit, they realized it's just a short plane ride, and they're all for it. I want to ask you about Coach Boo real quick. He's had a lot of success. Uh, really, honestly, recruiting both coasts now that you've signed. He, he's got a lot of success out east. Um, bringing in some players from that area as well. What is it about Coach Boo that that is uh, is, is it just makes you feel comfortable? I mean, what is it about him that makes him so such a good recruiter? 
Yeah, Coach Boo deserves all the success. He's just he's a real guy. He's a real coach. He talks to you like with respect, and I I love that guy as my coach. Awesome. Easton, uh, Jeremy Warner who works for Atlanta Inquirers, wrote about it. Uh, Ryan Easterling talked about it, and anyone that's watched your huddle tape, kind of <laughs> their eyes light up a little bit. Uh, the way that you're able to to thump people out there. Just can you talk about for those that maybe haven't seen it, or, or just as you picture it forward, what your impact can be at Illinois, and just your style of play. It sounds like you are someone that plays fast and physical, and, and can really, you know, lay the wood, so to speak. I've just always been taught to go full speed, no breaks, you know? No doubt, no doubt. How do you feel like you've developed over the last couple of years to get in a position where I know you were committed to BYU at one time when you opened it up, you got an Oklahoma offer, got an Illinois offer. How do you feel like over the course of your high school career you got in a position to to be wanted by programs like that? Just hard work. you got to put yourself out there. My film speaks for itself in that aspect i think physically what do you think is uh you know how, how do you shape up in terms of you coming to the big 10 you know it's a very physical conference and i'm sure with a lot of guys come coming in as freshmen you gotta get in the weight room and develop uh, how, how do you shape up in terms of your your strength so far right now and uh, is that something that you've had conversations with the staff about maybe what that path forward looks like in terms of getting you ready to play physically yeah, so on our on my official visit, we had a little player panel, and they talked about how each of all of them came in as a freshman, and they're thinking, I'm playing with 25-year-old men right now. You just got to put your nose down and work hard. So that's my plan. I'm just going to get there and work my butt off. Easton, this defense has had some standouts in recent years. You can turn on mm. Sports Center and, and watch some, some guys playing at the, the next level on Sundays, whether it's Devin Witherspoon on the Seahawks. Uh, obviously, Sidney Brown with the Eagles. They're about to put Johnny Newton in the NFL, who's projected as a first-round pick. Uh, is that something that is really exciting, knowing that you know, you're know you going into a, a defensive system that has churned out guys of the, of the, the highest caliber and doing some things on Sundays? That, that's got to be pretty exciting, right? Yes, sir. I love the names you mentioned, especially Johnny. Yeah. I've been able to meet with Johnny and not – Love that kid. He's, he's all deserving of all his praise he gets, and can't wait to get to work. Follow Easton on Twitter. It's Baker Easton. He's fooling us a little bit, going the opposite way here. At Baker Easton. So, hey, the Big Ten was kind of a big deal to you too, right? I mean, I think, like, when I see your tape, I'm like, that's a Big Ten dude right there. Was that – I think I read somewhere where you were really excited to want to play in, in the Big Ten. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, one of the things I talked to about Coach Boo is when he asked how much interest I have, and I said, I love Illinois, I love Big Ten. I've always dreamed of playing Big Ten growing up. That's interesting, and now you're going to be able to do it. Now, I see that on uh, FindingIllini.com, they've got you listed as a defensive lineman, but I think you're more linebacker, Would I would assume. Does it does it matter to you? Or Obviously, you can line up on the outside as well. Kind of describe your linebacker game. Yeah, they'll be playing me as an inside Maybe a little wheel action. Got yes, you. Sir. And that's probably what a lot you did in high school? Yeah. I play, played a lot of outside backer this past year, moved inside, and they want me playing it inside. Yes, sir. Easton, you are someone that is kind of forging his own path. I mean, coming from Utah all the way to Illinois to play football, is that something that's kind of cool to you to, to, to think that, you know, this really hasn't been done before, and now you're going to be the guy that's going to kind of get that going and, and maybe help get some other Utah guys here. Yes, sir. Very cool. I'm super excited, super thankful for the opportunity. I bet. Now, before I let you go, I got to ask you about your brothers, and I was looking at the I was looking at your uh, profile. Now you got a brother, Trot, Bronx, and Zeke. Those are three of the. Those are awesome names, dude. With Eastern. Uh, kudos to your parents for, for getting that right. <laughs> they, they'll love that you said that. Yes, sir. Is uh, one of those or all three pretty good football players coming up? Yes, sir. Older brother was a corner. L little brother's an outside linebacker right now. You have to be on the lookout for him. He's going to be a freak. He's six foot. Nice. 195 right now. He'll be excited to, exciting to watch next year. 
And you're I think, a fourteen year old. Wow. Oh, wow. And I think you're listed at what, six four, two fifty five. You're ready to you're ready to start playing right now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I, are you not six four? Maybe they had that wrong. I'm yeah, they got it wrong. I thought you were joking. Oh, I'm six one, two ten right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, they must have accidentally messed that up. <laughs> hey, we'll get hey, today anyway, Easton, you're six four, two fifty five, right? Man, he moves like right, that and hits like that. Good. Jeez. Yeah, well, let's go. Well, listen, my friend, uh, I was sorry to bother you here in the last couple of days, but I've uh, been intrigued with you since uh, since you decided you wanted to come to Illinois, and I thought it'd be fun to get you on the show. So congratulations. It's a big day for you, obviously, and your family. And uh, welcome to Illinois, and can't wait to get you on campus. All right, appreciate it. Thank you for yeah. adding me to the call. Can't wait to meet you face-to-face. That's awesome, buddy. Thank you, Easton. Awesome. Thank be you, fun, Easton. Man. Easton That'll Baker on the Tabman's Towing phone line. Illini signee, 6-1-2-10, but for a day, 6-4. Yeah. <laughs> and, man, I, I'm it not doesn't calling. matter. He, he doesn't need any exercise. No. He's, he's got the ability to light people up as is. So I'm, I'm uh, glad he's nice because I don't know that I'd want to meet him face-to-face. I think he could tear <laughs> me apart, man. Uh, he sounds like a nice dude. Yo, he sounds but, like a great uh, guy. Had an opportunity that after opening it up, from BYU that Oklahoma comes on board and you yeah. think about probably you know definitely closer to home uh, and a, a very prestigious program no in the Big 12 going to the SEC but Andy Boo hat tip to him by seeing Amen. the tape and reacting really really quick that's nuts that he, it's he's that talking quick? to him on Wednesday like I just saw you on film I'll be there tomorrow night <laughs> <laughs> that would tell you that you're uh, important right yeah, no doubt that no is doubt. funny, and I'm sorry that I called up called out somebody from FindingAlina.com, but it's literally I'm looking at it right now, listed six four two fifty five, and I was like, ah. so there you go. So that's just right. so people don't think I'm, what do you think of those names? First of all, that's come on, Easton Trot, Bronx, and Zeke. Those are very strong names. I love it, man. That is awesome. Coming from Utah too, I, that is a state I've always wanted to visit. Mm-hmm. It was one thing that when Lucas was at Arizona State, I always tried to make it a goal to get out sometime and then make it to Utah because it's just beautiful. From everybody that's ever been there has told me that it's just unbelievable. And, of course, you look at videos of it, pictures of it. It's just a beautiful state. And it's one thing. That'll be maybe a little bit shocking for him. He'll come here to a lot of flat. No doubt. (laughs) You guys don't have any hills? Uh, No, no, we have no hills. No hills. No hills. You got to go to Southern Illinois. Are they snow covered? No. (laughs) No, they're not as pretty as the snow covered mountains out there. (laughs) And I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Although I'd like some snow for Christmas. That would be cool. For putting in requests. I think think it's supposed to be like in the 50s, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to be another warm Christmas, which I don't, I'm not going to argue about. I'll be uh, like anytime, especially this time of year on when you get a 50 like today was 48 you just take advantage of that but of course we've talked about the the seismic shift that has happened around here to where november is cool Mm. and can get cold december is actually mild then it gets colder in january february's february we know what that is and then march is like hell like it's isn't that funny it used to be i swear like march was when you could Kind of get outside, shoot some hoop, yeah. get ready for, th- and now it's like you don't even think about it till April. It's almost like we've shifted a month, and it's weird. And I'm saying shift. Yeah, you're kind of like it's been a mild winter to this point, but it's March 10th, and you never know what can happen. Oh, yeah, you'll have a blizzard March 10th, <laughs> and it's like what? Like trying to get to an Illinois basketball game in Indy or something. Yeah. Hey, the Big Ten tournament's in Minnesota this year. It right? is. It okay. is. I just yep. saw that the other day. Man, you're, I'm ready for some basketball on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? We're getting pretty close. We're, we're getting Other there. Other side of the holidays, it'll, it'll be there for sure. That's good. Hey, we've got more Bielma. We do. You want to play some of that when we get back? Let's do that. That's perfect. Yeah, stick with us. We've got some text on the U of I line and link text line. We'll get to on the other side nice. of this break as well. But we'll play some Brett Bielema. The end, uh, the latter portion of his press conference, uh, he spoke at length. Obviously, a lot of guys to hit on. Don't want you to miss out on that. So, we'll play that next. This is The Drive. Seems like bank names are changing faster than a forecast in February. But at Iroquois Federal, we're still the same community bank we've always been. For more than 135 years, we've built relationships by helping build the things that matter, whether it's a business, a back porch, or the building blocks of a better life. 
If you're looking for a bank that's here for the long haul, swing by today and see for yourself why different rules. Iroquois Federal, still friendly, still local, still here. Short-term market fluctuations can be unnerving for everyone. A proven way to tune out the noise and focus on long-term investment goals is to adhere to a well-constructed investment plan. This is Rob Meyer with Provident Financial Group. If you don't have a plan, we can help create one designed specifically for you. Call us today for a complimentary consultation at 217-366-3456 or online at ProvidentFinancialGroupLLC.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Ah, the holidays, the time of the year when gifts come in and stuff goes into the garage. You can leave that stuff there just for now or schedule two-men-in-a-truck junk removal to come out and remove it for you. Two-men-in-a-truck has multiple solutions. If the just-for-now stuff isn't needed we can junk it if it's items you need later we can store the just for now stuff until later has your just for now become more than you anticipated two men in a truck has solutions for your residential and commercial junk removal at twomenchampagne.com Crossroads Contractor Supply specializes in the delivery of tools and supplies within a 150-mile radius of Champaign-Urbana. Reliable, timely, and with reasonable prices, Crossroads Contractor Supply knows what equipment and tools are needed for your job. Their slogan, we have it when you need it. Get the job done right with proper tools and equipment. Did something break? Construction materials as well as safety equipment all available. Call 402-8123. Visit Crossroads Contractor Supply IL. Urbana Indoor Aquatic Center is a terrific choice during the winter break. Monday through Friday, December 20th through January 3rd, there's public swim hours from 1.30 to 5. Urbana Indoor Aquatic Center, 102 East Michigan in Urbana. Everyone is welcome. Only $6 to swim, $3 admission if you don't want to swim. Remember, a terrific gift this holiday season are pool passes and punch cards. Or if you didn't get a gift that you love, just hit up urbanaparks.org. RG. Friends, it's the biggest sale of the year. It's their year-in sale for Dick Van Dyke Appliance World, and we've got a Stever related to this. I'm going to give you 200 bucks to save on top of whatever heck else you'll save on this incredible once-a-year deal. There are special offers, instant savings, a wheel you can spin, but folks, they've got 80% off on clearance and scratch and dent models on some of these items. So it's Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. It's December 26th to January 1st at 2 p.m. That's it. 9 a.m. December 26th. So if you're interested in 200 bucks to spend on top of everything else you'll save, GhostStever.com. You just go to GhostStever.com. You get an email tonight if you're one of our winners. But $200 on top of it, you have to spend this money between December 26th and January 1st. Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Big time deal. GoStever.com, GoStever.com. You're listening to WSJK ESPN 93.5 Tuscola Champaign-Urbana, your home for the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping And I brought me some corn for popping That's good right there. I love it. You're not throwing shade at our buddy Lindy. I right? am not. I'm not. <laughs> Lindy. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Lindy How said, about this? Let's make a compromise. So, Lindy, okay. go, you tell him what Lindy said on the U of I. Yeah, Texas. so he was, he was like, uh, some, of those who, some of those who plow snow don't want snow for christmas just yeah. saying which he means he doesn't want to be working that day right and right, i totally right, right. get that because at first i was no, like wait I a minute I, and i'm not wishing that upon him yeah no no you're right how about we come to a compromise snow on the 23rd okay plowed 
off the streets by the night of the 23rd. Okay. But still on the ground for the 24th and the 25th. That's fair. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Or how about this? Just a light snow that you wake up in the yeah, morning and light. it's white. Yeah. <clears throat> Nothing you need to plow. Yeah, there you go. I'm like not by, asking for a foot of yeah, snow. By noon, it's kind of, it's 50 and the snow's gone. Yeah, I don't want to go scrape my car anyway. Right. But when you wake up Christmas morning, Christmas morn, you just see some snowflakes coming I like out. that. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do that. <laughs> and my dear, we're still goodbye. Do we have a deal? All right. So we have a deal. Deal. 217 said, no hills in Utah, only rocks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, somebody asked about uh, recruiting his brother. I, yeah, I'm sure Andy Boo's got his eye on. Uh, he never did say which brother, like the name. That's, he that's said true. one older, one younger. One was a corner. He had an older who was a corner. Yeah. The I don't know if that's Trot. One beneath him is an outside linebacker who's already 6'1". That's Bronx. 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 Sounds like Bronx can hit. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be named Bronx, you're going to be... Bronx you're, Baker? You're holding your own, oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Get that thing going. BB, double B. Got to keep the Utes away from that. Yes. Yeah, if Easton does really well here, they might say, hold on a second. Yep. We're not letting another one of you guys go. Yep. Uh, let's find out more about this signing day class. Brett Bielema spoke more about that today. Let's get you some of that before we get out of here. Here is Brett Bielema. Please, um, a lot of time uh, evaluating film, a lot of things above and beyond uh, that uh, I greatly appreciate for them. I had a returning staff of six guys and then brought four new guys in. I think those four new guys, Antonio, Charlie, uh, uh, Thad, and Dish, had immediate impact in our program and still to this uh, moment that we're in right now, um, those four guys have been invaluable, ingraining with the guys from the past. Uh, Pat Ableton and his crew. Um, uh, Pat's been here long before me. Um, uh, just a, an incredible uh, value for us as, as a football program for the university. Uh, for me, as a, and not, not only a, a great uh, a co-worker, but a great friend. Stands for everything that we love. And uh, it's got a great feel for this university in ways that I can't even begin to understand. Uh, from academics to policies to procedures. Uh, just a huge asset um, in his world. Uh, uh, Nate McNeil, who's been a great addition for us uh, uh, since we've got here, has been an invaluable contributor. Um, Pat Pearson, who uh, came uh, from kind of an outside source, uh, had been with me in my past in communications and, and press, and his, his value to this program, his value uh, for what I see, but also the things I don't see, uh, incredible. Uh, Maya Green, who we brought uh, with us after our first year, um, I was literally in a home uh, in, a, in a home visit last week, and, and a certain player had taken four visits within an eight-day window. And, and they weren't small visits. They were visits uh, to two Big Ten schools, an ACC school and a Pac-10 school. And uh, the mother literally said to me, I don't know who this Maya is, but she's incredible at what she does, right? And the detail of everything um, from the time we walk in the lobby to the time uh, we have these players get on planes and travel around her, her attention to detail is greatly appreciated and, and, and thankful for that. Jay Kaiser who kind of heads up uh, our portal world and our evaluations. Uh, uh, Jay and I have been together since Kansas State days. He's spent a lot of time in the NFL uh, and, and incredibly uh, uh, valuable, tireless. I'll get a message from him at 1.30, 2.30 in the morning. Hey, just made an edit. It's waiting for you in your box. Um, we kind of work opposite. He stays up late. I like to come in early and and, and uh, just uh, – we literally got on a, a young man that was in the portal a couple of days ago that had been in the portal for three minutes. And I was the first to reach out to him, right, and, and that stuff – in today's world means a lot um, uh, with these guys. Drake Leeper uh, and then Houston Griffith, just uh, those guys kind of on the day-to-day -day operations, just can't say thank you enough. I know Josh is in here. Josh, uh, Department of Athletics, um, what they allow us to do, um, uh, the, the, the resources they give us, but also the ability to uh, recruit this entire country and to be very specific in certain areas. Uh, the things that we're uh, able to do because of the resources they give us has come back tenfold. So I, I really uh, can't say enough. It's a great day to be here as a head coach, but I think it's just the beginning uh, of, of really starting to turn the tide. You put together three classes in a row that I feel strongly about. Foundation, I knew there was going to be some landmines we had to navigate. Uh, unfortunately, this year didn't get us to a bowl game, but uh, I think this is another good step in the right direction to get us where we want to be. So with that, open up some uh, easy questions. With these, with these 19 and then known additions from the portal, where, where do you stand scholarship-wise? Or is there some wiggle room in February uh, when for the late signing period? Um, well, as far as, the, you know, there's a new rule this year that 
uh, was in, implemented last year during the COVID where we can add of 85 at any given time. So uh, it's very important to note that um, our roster is a 120-man roster, 85 scholarship players. Um, I know what that number is. I think our recruiting department, our coaches, but from the outside world, they don't. And, and that uh, is something that we just kind of keep to ourselves. But we always have wiggle room. 13 guys coming at the semester. How big is that yeah, for you great. going forward? Great question. Great, great point. Um, uh, it, was, it was funny. I did an interview this morning with Anthony Heron. If you guys watch or listen to the Big Ten uh, 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 channels, and, and Anthony's a regular. And, and, you know, this is a young man, one, literally one of the first kids I ever recruited from the state of Illinois, from Bolingbrook High School. And he made reference this morning. He said, Coach, you know, uh, you know, when you recruited me, and I believe it was 1995, probably 96, somewhere, somewhere in there, um, he talked about, you know, how the players at that time connected with one another, right? Like he talked about uh, there was five guys that I signed and I kind of connected those guys. We didn't have text messaging back then, but I connected those guys through uh, through emails and, and, and uh, the functionality that we could at the time, just regular old phone call phones that sat on a table, right? Um, and I said, hey, today's world, um, I think the, the greatest recruiters we get are the guys that we sign, right? And um, when you have Brandon Hansen, he was our first commitment. He was emphatic about starting in January. And then he really catapulted that with every player he talked to after that. So now it's not just a coach saying, uh, hey, we'd love to have you in January. It's a player saying, hey, if you come there in January, this is the benefits, right? It, and there's a whole we can talk about for a half hour about the benefits of coming in January. You know, they they literally get to come here. They start classes without the pressure of a game day, game week environment. They get to go eight weeks and they go home for spring break. They get to go another five weeks of spring ball and get to go home for three weeks of of May break, then they come into an eight week window uh, and they get to go home two or three times in a, in a matter of a five to six month window um, that allows them to kind of have the break of college transition. You drop a kid off in June, he may not go home until January, you know, and, and that's when I think things get tough, right? So the ab ability in, in, a, in account, all of that, in addition to those 13 guys will be through all of winter conditioning with Tank and our staff. They'll have a spring install. They'll have an install during the during the, the winter. They'll have an install in the spring, and they'll have an install in the summer, and they'll have an install in Fort Camp. They'll have four. And that is Brett Bielema. Sorry to cut him off mid response there, but uh, rude. Yep, my bad. Sorry, Brett. But congrats on the on the class today that he signed. Congrats to Easton Baker, 2024 signee. Join us on the Tapman's Towing phone line. Also, Luke Goody, always great to catch up with our guy. One more show until a break for us. And Christmas. Ryan Easterwood. Oh. Can't Don't forget Ryan, Ryan. I will not. He provided a great breakdown. <laughs> Ryan Easterling, hey, Atlanta Inquirer. I'm, I'm ready to dig in to some bragging rights. Let's tomorrow. do it. Tomorrow, bragging rights. Brett, uh, Brad Underwood will speak to the media tomorrow morning. We'll have some of that. We'll get a bragging rights guest, and we'll break this thing down. Let's go. Everybody have a great night. Talk to you then. This is The Drive.